0: You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito.
1: Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show where we're talking about everything real estate, buying, selling, investing. You know, investing overseas, investing here locally. We've got on professionals from all different facets of real estate to let you know the ins and outs of really taking advantage of this wonderful, wonderful opportunity we have here in uh, in America. You know, and that's real estate. So, and by the way, the wealthiest of the wealthiest, I believe it's about seventy to eighty percent, give or take, are all have all had or have strong investments in real estate. So it kind of gives you an idea of uh how powerful this thing is. Okay? And I'm not talking about just your simple, you know, single family home. I'm talking about buying investment properties. I'm talking about really creating wealth with a cash flow that's coming in monthly from rental properties whether they're commercial or residential and also long-term gains and benefits of uh either, you know, depreciation or using um opportunity zones or waiting for something to appreciate over years and cashing out big, right? So think about this, right? That house that you bought 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Actually, let's talk about the homes that that your parents bought maybe uh, 30 years ago. Those homes are worth double now, right? So if you have an investment property and you have people paying you every single month, right? And you're paying off all your bills, your taxes, your insurance, your water bill, maybe some utilities, maybe some maintenance, you're basically, you're cashing out big later on as that as you're holding that long term uh, because they've paid for everything and you're probably taking a little bit of cash flow every single month, which you should then in turn purchase other properties with. And that's the way to do it. That's how the rich get richer. And most of the rich in this country, by the way, started from nothing. Okay. So... Um, they started from nothing. So love those kinds of stories. Uh, but today, you know, I wanted to answer the question. Everybody's like, Oh, how's the market going? You know, what's the pulse on the market? And it's a, it's a great question guys, because there's a lot of, a lot of people out there. You ask them, Hey, what's going on? How's the market? They'll say, Oh, it's a buyer's market or, Oh, it's a seller's market. It seems like everybody has a different take of the market. And there's really, there's only one, there's really only one truth, right? So let's talk about that. A lot of people have the feeling, okay, winter is a bad time to buy. a winter is a bad time to sell. Now, what I do is I don't like to be that agent that says, now's a great time to buy. Now's a great time to sell. I'm never going to come out and just blatantly say, like, right now is the best to do anything unless it makes sense, okay? So first and foremost, forget about everything except for the one thing that matters most is what is the most important thing for you? right? Are you in a position right now where you found a property that has some serious cash flow, some serious money coming in, and, uh, and you can get it at a good deal? Well, that makes sense. And then now would be a time to do that while interest rates are low, and you can purchase that property at a favorable price while you can get some awesome money rolling in every month. But specifically speaking about the market, I thought this was pretty fascinating because traditionally, the market slows up in, uh, in December going through January here in Rhode Island in the Massachusetts areas. And um, I'm looking at these numbers here, guys, and it's, that's really not the case at all. Check this out, right? In September, from September through early November, homes were selling in 45 days on market. Homes right now are selling in 46 days on market. It's virtually the same thing inventory, inventory is down a little bit. Okay. So the amount of homes on the market are down a bit, which actually gives you an opportunity as sellers to go ahead and go up against fewer homes on the market. So if we get pelted this winter and if it is icy and snowy to the point where you can't even get out of the house, well, of course that stalls the days on market. And of course there's fewer buyers looking at that time. But I got to tell you, If you're on market and we're not getting hit so hard in the winter months uh, or if we only get a couple of storms and it's not so bad, you're in a good spot. And here's why you're in a good spot as a seller. I'll get to buyers in a minute. But here's why you're in a good spot here in uh, Rhode Island. And it's simple. It's because everybody waits until everybody else makes a move. Everybody waits until everybody else does something. And what I mean by that is the springtime, you see the amount of homes on the market in March... April and May, nearly double, if not triple. Okay, so we'll go from, say, you know, two thousand active single-family homes throughout the whole state, and we might jump up to to five or six thousand homes. We haven't seen inventory that high in a little while, um, and I'm not so sure that we're going to see that number, but it could happen. Either way, it's going to go from two thousand to probably four thousand, easy. Okay, so. There's another anomaly happening here in Rhode Island as well and some of the other neighboring states, um, but I specifically today want to talk about the ocean state. And that anomaly is this, is that we have, um, we have a large population of millennials that are now going to the market as first-time home buyers, and a large population of baby boomers, the ones that are actually staying in Rhode Island. Um, a lot of them we're losing to uh, lower tax places, but they're going after the same homes, right? So check this out, right? If you're a first-time homebuyer, you got you got to know this. If you're a baby boomer, you got to know this, right? So you got these both both demographics, right? They're going for the smaller homes, maybe a single-level home, or maybe a, a two or a three-bed house, something that makes sense for them with with low costs to maintain, low cost to uh, to heat that efficiency. They're both, it's so funny, looking for the same thing. So you have millennials going in and going up against baby boomers, right? And the millennials going in without the proper guidance and without being fully pre-approved and without fully knowing what they're doing are losing almost every single time. And there's one simple thing. The baby boomers have had 20, 30, 40 years worth of equity in their homes And they're going in and buying these houses cash. So when you have a cash buyer that's right there neck to neck with somebody, you know, that's going in with maybe Rhode Island housing, 100% financing with all sorts of contingencies, great financing, but all sorts of contingencies is going in with an inspection contingency and this and that versus the boomer who's going in saying, you know what, whatever. We'll use inspections. We'll go info only. We've seen a million houses. This house looks great. That's fine. So think about that when you're buying, okay? So how can millennials, how can you make yourself, how can you make a great offer going up against cash buyers? It's simple, okay? Get yourself fully pre-approved. Yeah, that sounds simple, but there's one more thing to it. Go with a company, with a bank that does what they call upfront underwriting. I can't stress this enough how important this is, okay? What upfront underwriting is, is they get you fully approved for your mortgage ahead of time. Now, the reason why that is huge is because most banks don't do that. So if you go in with the seller, you write a beautiful note to the seller telling them how much you love your house, and that's tip number three. That's a great tip. You go ahead and tell them how much you love their house, why you believe that place is going to make your perfect home for your future family, for your dog Toto. Why that's going to be good for you, and tell them in that note listen, we're already fully approved for our mortgage. We can close as fast or as slow as you want. We're going to be flexible, and we're not going to go ahead and beat you up with inspections. We're just looking for major items. You write that all in the note, you can keep most of your contingencies, you can put that in, and a lot of sellers are going to want to work with you. So that's how to go up against a baby boomer in a market because it's going to happen. You're going to still be in a competitive market as a buyer. But the big plus guys, the big plus right now is that you're going up against fewer buyers. You just are. There's a lot less people that are going out, trudging through the snow, um, you know, looking at houses. And there's probably a lot of agents that don't even want to go around and drive around in this. And it's funny because on the way into the studio today, I actually thought about it for a second And uh, shameless plug for the Desperado team. Every single one of us have four by fours. You know, every single one of us have cars that are able to take our clients through the snow. So, you know, a little snow here in New England. We love it. It shouldn't stop us. Um, I'd like to thank everybody that's listening. And if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to go ahead and put them on Facebook. Or you can go ahead and call in on our off-air number, 401-217-2333. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We got a great show ahead of us today. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Thank you.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Good morning. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Emilio Desperado and this is the Disparito Team Real Estate Show. I'd like to thank our, our pinch hitter here today, Ethan. He's uh, in the studio with us. He's doing a great job uh, producing the show. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. And uh, we've got a great guest on today. We've got Carmine Delano with Delano Law, and he's been an attorney for, uh, I always mess this one up, what, 35, 40 years? years. 40 years. 40 years. So there's not a lot that you haven't seen. That's why I love having you on the show. Um, and today we're going to be talking about new construction and what to look out for when you are building a home. Yes. There's some snags that can happen along yeah, the way. There sure can be. Definitely. All right. So um, so first off, now, new construction is is no is nothing um, new to you. You've done 50, 60 homes you've built?
2: Yes. In addition to practicing law, I've built uh, over 50 homes in Rhode
1: Island. Well, it's a lot of homes. It is. It yeah. It is.
2: And I've seen a lot of the things that I'd like to discuss today to save you know, your uh, listeners some headaches and some costs.
1: Well, it can be quite the process. And the first thing, and, and before we dive into that, as a real estate agent, I just want to say whatever you do, get everything in writing. Everything in writing because there's always – I've ran into – there's a lot of great builders out there but there's a lot of builders that aren't the best business people and they will say, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. They promise the world. And then all of a sudden you go in and you're like, Whoa. Yeah.
2: And, and I'm not sure all of that sometimes is intentional. You know, the builder's busy. He's running around. He had made multiple projects. hundred yeah. percent. And you know, it gets to the end. And so absolutely the most important thing is to get everything in rating uh, what I'd like to start off is discussing the lot. That's the very beginning of it. Okay. Um, especially when you don't have sewers, there are septic systems and then there are other septic systems. I recently had a buyer come to me and said, I get a great deal on this lot. It's $150,000. The lot's in the area are selling for close to $200,000. I, I, I want to buy this lot. And I said to him, Have he looked at the septic system, or had an excavator look at the septic system, and he said, no, aren't one septic system the same as the others. Absolutely not. No uh, you know, uh, a normal uh, Elgin system as opposed to a sand filter system could vary 25 dollars or $40,000. So that $150,000 lot may be a $185,000 lot. So first and foremost, if you're going to go out and buy a lot, mm-hmm. have... Uh, a builder or a uh, excavator look at it and give you an idea what the cost is going to be.
1: And if it's in a water sensitive area where the water table is higher, that's when you'd be using the Elgin or you'd be using a sand filter. Correct. Or if the lot is is really small and you can't fit a traditional leach field, you're going to be using a sand filter. You could be looking at 30 to 60,000 yep. for those bad boys. Yep.
2: Yep. So it's a that's, good that's point. extremely uh, extremely important. Because uh, it'll distort the cost of your total project.
1: Oh sure, and when you're going to sell land as well as a seller, you need to take into consideration the cost that the builders are gonna that they're they're gonna walk into because builders are, correct me if I'm wrong, they're not willing to pay more than 25 percent of the total um, sale price of the construction when they include the land and the improvements that they have to do on the land.
2: That is the rough rule of thumb: 25 percent. For land, yeah. 75% for construction.
1: It makes sense. It does. You know.
2: It does. If you back into the numbers you, that you need it in order to make any profit at the end. Oh,
1: yeah. The next thing
2: of extreme importance is when a builder hands you a building contract, number one, you should have an attorney look at it. And you should closely, closely scrutinize it because uh, the specifications uh, is almost akin to the lot. You want to make sure that you're getting the product that you want. You want to look into the insulation. You want to look into the roofing shingles, you know, the quality of what's being done. And along with that, it's the uh, allocation for extras. You know, what they're setting forth is your specs. Um, Again, I reviewed a contract uh, about a year ago, and it was new construction, and it said 12 shrubs. And I turned to my buyer and said, well, how big do you think a shrub is? And he raised his hand about eye level, and it's about that big. Oh, no way. And uh, <laughs> exactly, and I said, I can guarantee the builder thinks it's about a foot high. Yeah. So it's critical, again, to get dollar values on it to make Smart. sure that it works. Uh, the other thing is the specs for plumbing, electrical, and others. You know, you may look at it and it may say three thousand. You think that's a lot until you go to the plumbing supply house, yeah. And the tub is three thousand dollars, yeah. And uh, now you got a quandary. So that's an extremely important
1: aspect. Oh yeah, I mean, you could go into a new construction home, even a spec home, and you, you know the base price could be four hundred thousand. By the time you're done, it's four seventy five, four eighty. When you when you start adding all of the other things on, you know, people want the farmer sink. Right, they want you know, they want that that gold or brass like you know sink handle now that that uh, faucet that costs four times more, five times more. Some right. faucets cost six, seven hundred bucks.
2: Right. Well, it it draws a line between what's reasonable, and what's unreasonable. Yeah, you know, in a four hundred thousand dollar house, you're not going to get a five thousand dollar tub. No, or, or you know, and again, the same with the appliances, uh, because you know you could blow the entire appliance allowance on a stove you know oh, yeah. on a stove so uh, you have to take a look at it to make sure that the builder has in fact granted reasonable you know again that may not be what you want to do and yeah. many people say no i know seven thousand. you know was was adequate but i wanted to spend 10 or 12 or 15. but go into that with your your eyes open because yeah. And it seems it's all of them. It'll be plumbing, electrical, you know, right, right down the
1: line. Oh, it could be anything, all the finishes, the, the cosmetic stuff. So if you're just joining us, I'm Emilio Desperado and this is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We're here today with Carmine Delaina with uh, Delaina Law out of East Greenwich. They're covering Rhode Island and Massachusetts real estate primarily. And uh, right now we're talking about some snags that 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 you could walk into when you're buying a new construction home. We're just giving you what to do, what not to do. Um, and we are literally just talking about um, upgrades and you know allowances that builders give. And one of the things I was gonna say. Was that, and tell me if you think I'm, I'm wrong here, but this is what I've seen. When somebody goes in direct to the builder without the realtor, they feel like they're going in and they're saving money because that builder doesn't have to give that, you know, two and a half percent, three percent to the realtor. Um, I disagree with that. And I'm going to tell you why, and then I want to hear your thought. Okay. I disagree with that quite simply because of this, because, um, Number one, that realtor, the, the price of the house is not going to change, especially if it's in a subdivision, because they have to sell other homes at or above that price and they have to keep the appraisals going, right? So they, they have to make sure that these homes are not lowered in price. So a lot of buyers don't realize that realtors can go in and negotiate things that make the price look the same, like closing cost credits, and upgrades on appliance packages, lighting packages, and all this stuff, and also see through that the punch list is done and everything is done in a timely manner. Almost like, I don't want to say like a general contractor, but a good realtor is going to make sure that everything goes seamless and takes care of everything. Kind of a buffer between both parties and um, an advocate for that buyer. So I do believe hiring a realtor, which costs the buyer nothing in that case is going to get them an actually a better deal and give them a seamless transaction.
2: I do agree with you. And and the reason I agree is the seller or the builder in his mind, that's the windfall for him. Mm -hmm. The 2% that he's going to save, he's not going to pass on to the buyer. No, he's going to keep it himself. And many of the things we've just spoke about allowances. Now you've got a broker who you can talk to and say, Hey, $7,500 $7,500 for appliances, what do you think about that? Mm. Or any other broker's response can be, well, I've done other houses with similar values and I think it's low because yeah. you've got no, no barometer as to whether it's high or low. So I, I think that it absolutely is like having somebody in your corner like an advisor almost to, yeah. bang, you know, to you know, get some ideas from you.
1: Oh, totally. Uh, I'm going to give you one quick story um, You know, before we cut to a commercial break and we had these clients and they were going direct to the builders, direct to the builders. And they just had the heart. They had the hardest time um, again, because no one was advocating for them. It's not the builder's problem or the builders, you know, fault. Um, so I'm not saying anything about that. Um, so they weren't getting anywhere with it. And then they worked with our team and we went in, we were able to negotiate a $7,500 closing cost credit. We were able to up their appliance credit by a few grand, as well as their lighting credit, um, by a few grand, and we we're able to walk them through the entire process, and again, be that advocate for them, so that the the builders knew, like, hey, these guys know what they're doing. It's cool, you know, we're we're working with professionals here. It made it so much easier, and the builder was fantastic. Built a wonderful home, made it so much easier. Clients were happy, builder was happy. It's it's worth its weight in gold. I'm telling you, it it really is.
2: I I, I agree with you.
1: So um. Yeah, but I, I appreciate the uh, the insights that you had there on new construction. And if you have any questions at all for Mr. Delaina, feel free to uh, contact his office. Or you can contact us direct, and we'll put you in touch with him. But you can Google Delaina Law. All their contact info, everything will come up. Or you can contact us, 401-217-2333. 401-217-2333. I would like to add one thing. Please.
2: Um, We have constant problems on the attorney side of work not being completed at closing. Mm. And don't worry about it. Make a punch list. We'll get to it. I strongly, strongly suggest that you do not close until virtually everything is done. Because what happens now is, and I just had it, where the builder said, okay, fine, we'll come in. Well, during the week is not good for me. Me and my husband both work. You only can come in on weekends, and that did not work for the builder. Understandably, most of the contractors weren't working on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. So it just, I I can't tell you how many phone calls we get post-closing. He said he was coming back. It's been two months. It's not done. We, you know, we need to get, get on this. And at that stage, it's not much I can do for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I totally hear you. And 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 they have actually a year. The builder technically has a year to finish the punch list, don't they? Correct. And get right. a
2: year warranty. You
1: don't want to give them a year to do that because yeah. they may just take that year. And what happens if they don't come back? There's nothing where somebody got gets paid. They're gone. I mean, we might hold a little bit of money in escrow. I don't know. I'm with you there. You got to yes. get through that whole punch list. Get it done. Yeah.
2: Have it completed. Or real close before you even think about a closing.
1: Little things like, oh, shaving the door down so it swings better. Like, okay, we'll let that go. You know, he'll come back in a week or so, whatever. His guys are in the neighborhood. It's all good, you know. But but that's one of the things, too. As a homeowner, it's a total pain in the rear depending on only yourself to get a hold of that builder. That builder doesn't care about you as much as, and again, no offense, as much as a realtor because a realtor or an attorney – is going to give that builder more business probably because they're going to bring more people in that area so they feel more obligated exactly to get it done good stuff good stuff awesome we got to cut to a quick commercial break thank you so much for tuning in this is the dispirito team real estate show carmine thanks for being here with us today my pleasure fantastic love having you here and um again carmine Delena with Delena law and uh, we'll be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show in a couple minutes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, good morning! We're so happy to have you here with us today. I'm Emilio Dispirito, and this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. This is your show for everything educational when it comes to real estate, uh, and we're talking about buying, selling, investing, flipping, holding, flopping, dropping, whatever. We're talking about everything real estate. But today we are talking with Mike Auger with Patriot Home Inspections. Now, Mike. Is a fantastic inspector. He's been at this for uh, God, eight years now, Mike.
3: Oh uh, yeah, you're you're a little short. It's probably more like about sixteen.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Like you know what's so funny is that the yeah. first home inspector I ever used was you, and that was almost eight years ago. So I just I don't know why in my head I thought you and I started at the same time. Uh, but sixteen. Okay. All right. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder. It's been a bit. Wow, sixteen. How many how many houses altogether do you think you've inspected in your career?
3: I mean, the last probably five to seven years, our company does about seven to eight hundred per year. Wow. Um, so. Yeah, if you extrapolate
1: that out, it's thousands and thousands of houses. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of houses. Okay. So needless to say, you definitely have the experience and and more often than not, the news in a home inspection is actually good and it's not so bad. And I think that, you know, the home inspection process has such a negative connotation to it. It really doesn't need to. I'm I'm curious. I know you wanted to talk about this. I'm curious to hear what your take is on that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, if you ever you know, talk to uh, people that you know that are in real estate, which you do, but maybe all the listeners don't very often. Or if you see the, uh, the social media pages, you see comments on there like, oh, I'm at a home inspection. or Oh, we're dreading the home inspection. Keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be dreadful. It's just information about a house, and people just get it all twisted. But what I will tell you is certainly nobody wants to hear that something's broken or defective on the house, mm-hmm. that they're um, – that they're trying to sell or they're trying to buy, naturally. Um, So I don't mean literally everything that we say is good news. Certainly if something's expensive and broken and dangerous, it's not great news. But it can be better news, and here's how. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: It all depends on when you get the information. If you're the first person to get that information, it's not that bad. So, for example, if your client, Emilio, is buying a house Mm -hmm. and we do a home inspection, there was no pre-list inspection, you get the report and you find that there are some things bad. Your side of the transaction has that information first. So now you've got the ball in your court. You can say, hey, you know what? All right, this is something that we can work through, and uh, we're going to try to negotiate you know, money or repairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, you know what? This is something we don't even want to get tangled up in. Let's just get our deposit back. We'll hurry up and move on, and we'll find a better house.
1: 100%. So it's not
3: that bad of a news as a buyer because it's not even their house yet. Mm-hmm. So don't stress out about it. On the other side of things, If you're representing the seller, that could be bad news for you because you're trying to sell this house, and you just found out that your buyer walked in, so it can be disheartening. However, if you had done a pre-list home inspection and you were the first one to get the information, now you could do what you got to do with that information. You can either say, you know what, there's a lot wrong with this house, so we have to price it accordingly so that uh, the price still works with the house and the number of repairs that it needs, and that might be fine for a potential seller, it might be a situation where um, the the house has a bunch of stuff wrong with it, and the seller maybe can't get the funds that they that they they'd like to get on the house. Yep. And now might not be the time to sell. Maybe it's time to plan for some repairs, and maybe it's time to sell in a year or two, which is fine. You can you can put that off because you don't have to sell your house right now. Sure. Or you can do the repairs rather than getting slammed with a crazy repair request from a buyer that's totally by surprise. So again, having the information first
1: makes it really not bad news. Mike, while we're on that subject, we we may have some listeners that are in a very cash tight situation. Maybe they're living on a fixed income or maybe they've lost their job or 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 something, you know, or they got sick or something and 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 their their house is, you know, falling apart. They they haven't been able to maintain their home for some years now. Now, that person who is living you know, week to week, having a hard, or barely living week to week, having a hard time, they have options. And you're absolutely right. Going in, doing a pre-list home inspection ahead of time, finding out what all of those deferred maintenance things are, we actually are linked up with this company right out of Rhode Island. They come in and they can go ahead and do the repairs for you. That'll give you the best return on investment. You pay $0 and you sell that home for the maximum market price. We get that all set up for you. And you'll probably cash out, you know, uh, quite a few grand higher in most cases. If not, at least you'll be able to sell that home in a time frame that is uh, is convenient and, and and a lot better than having a home sit and sit and sit that needs a lot of work. Um, but you know, in that situation I haven't seen anybody lose money yet. And I think that's a fantastic thing. Most people do not know is available. And you can get that exclusively through the Despirito team um, if you contact us. So if you need help with that, or if you have any questions for Mike Auger, 401 217 2333 Give us a call. That's, you know, consultation is free. 401 217 2333. Mike, I had to throw that in there. I didn't mean to hijack your segment. Absolutely. But that's so crucial, and there's so many people we can help out uh, with this. So. Oh, and that's,
3: that, that's a great resource for somebody that just happens to be in that situation. And you know what? There's a lot of people that are in that situation, and maybe maybe are a little bit embarrassed to talk about it. You know, people do get embarrassed when you go to their house, and it's like not maintained as good as probably they know it should be maintained. And sometimes it's through no fault of their own they don't have the the money the mm-hmm. the funds or the or the, the expertise to do those type of repairs themselves doing the best they can and and it's it's a it's an uncomfortable situation that you know, you guys get open
1: with. Well, here's another thing too, that a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, Rhode Island wants to make sure that their information is private. Okay. So there's this form called the Rhode Island Mandatory Real Estate Relationship Disclosure Form. And what you want to do is you want to make sure if you ever speak with a real estate agent that you sign that form, because what it does is it creates a fiduciary responsibility between that licensed agent and yourself. They cannot talk about anything you talk about in that meeting, okay? Now, if you've disclosed stuff to them, like, yeah, I've got mold all in my attic or I got mold all in the the this and that, that's a whole different thing because that's a defect with the property and any known defects must be disclosed. But I'm talking about your personal or financial situations. So when you are dealing with a professional, they're going to sit down in front of you, slide a paper across the table and say, hey, listen, you need to sign this because this protects you. This is no obligation for you to work with me, but that's what that is. Okay, So I want the public to know that because if you don't call me or someone else from the team and if you're sitting down with somebody, a good agent is going to know to do that for you. And if they don't do it, ask them, even if you're not going to hire them, ask for the Rhode Island Mandatory Real Estate Relationship Disclosure Form. Massachusetts has the same thing.
3: Yeah, and there's, there's agents out there, believe it or not. I know it sounds bananas. They they either don't have that form, or don't know that it exists for one reason or another, or don't pay attention to it. Because I hear all kinds of crazy personal stuff about the seller and this and that and family members, and this. that's that's really none of my business. Mm-hmm. I don't need that, and they probably wouldn't be thrilled if you were sharing that. So um, exactly. yeah, make sure your realtor is going to. Uh, you know, going to give you that that protection that you're supposed to have as they represent you.
1: Absolutely, exactly. You know, and and I, I think I think there's a lot of uh, value to to what you're talking about today, though. And and whoever has that inspection report first does absolutely have the leverage. I want to go back quickly and talk about you know, so when you're when you're a buyer, okay, and when you're walking into a home that does not have a pre-list home inspection done. You need, to t- you need to understand that there's probably going to be a, a, a big hefty report from 60 to 90 pages coming back at you. Don't let your head spin, okay? Look through that and look at it with your realtor subjectively. Look at the big items and also get rid of about half the pages because they're for information purposes, okay? And and then the other yeah. ones, look at the big ticket items, 500 plus, 500 plus, 500 plus. And stuff that's not necessarily routine maintenance. Okay, if it needs a new boiler, it needs a new roof. If it has a lead pipe going inside the home that needs to be replaced, if the septic's not working, if the well's contaminated, stuff like that you're gonna want to take care of. Okay, the stuff like the loose doorknob, stuff like uh, you know things like that, you're not gonna want to yeah, bother the sellers with that.
3: No, these are things we have to put in there because. Technically, if the doorknob doesn't latch, it doesn't function as intended. You're Mm -hmm. correct. Mm -hmm. However, there's no reason not to buy a house because there's a bunch of little nitpicky maintenance things. I always tell my customers, stick with items that make it impossible for you to safely occupy the house, finance the house, insure the house, or items that are too expensive for you to maintain the house. Those are what you're focusing on.
1: 100%. 100%. And, you know, guys, if you have any questions at all for Mike Auger, please feel free to either Google him, uh, Patriot Home Inspections, or go to homeinspectorri.com or give us a call. We'll go ahead and connect you with Mike Auger, and we'll go ahead and walk you through that process of buying or selling. 401-217-2333. I'll say it one more time. Get your pen out, 401 217 23 33. I urge you, give us a call. We'll help you out. We'll walk you through the process of buying and selling Mike Auger of Patriot Home Inspections. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Always educational moments with you. Have a great, great week.
3: Yeah, you do the same. Thanks for having
1: me on. You bet. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Stay tuned guys. We've got a great show ahead of us. We'll be back right here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM and streaming on WHJJ.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: On the line with us, we've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. We love having Jennifer Jaber on the show with us, talking from, uh, you know, from her list of wonderful events on riblogger.com. If you haven't seen that website, check it out. It's literally packed with everything and anything you'd ever want to know about what to do in Rhode Island. Jennifer, thanks for being here with us today.
4: Thanks for having me.
1: You're very welcome. Uh, what's, what's happening out there?
4: All kinds of stuff this festive time of year, uh, December 14th and 15th, is Christmas at Spell Hall, the Nathaniel Green Homestead in Coventry. Um, proceeds benefit the restoration of this 19th century building. The gift shop will be open for all sorts of shopping needs. Um, it'll feature Big Bear Trading Company. There'll be hot chocolate. There'll be apple cider. There'll be readings of Twas the Night Before Christmas and um, festive, festive music on both days.
1: That's so cool. That's so a
4: great way. To to support, yeah, and they do so much stuff all year long. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's nice when um, you can give back and proceed support what they do all throughout the
1: year. They do a beautiful job over there, and Nathaniel Green. I mean, what a what an icon, what an American icon, right out of Coventry. Which, by the way, did you know that Coventry used to actually be part of Warwick?
4: I did not know this.
1: Oh yeah, Coventry used to be oh. part of Warwick, and then uh, the farmers in Coventry they were like, you know what? We're fed up. Warwick is so far from here. We don't like the way they're governing, uh, you know, the whole town. We want to go ahead and split and make our own township. And they marched down to uh, City Hall there in Warwick, and um, they got it done. That's pretty great.
4: Sounds that's, like a good blog post.
1: That's America. I love it. That's yeah, Rhode right? Island. Uh, awesome history here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, Jennifer. But uh, Oh, no,
4: that's okay. I was I was just love it.
1: intrigued by I love history.
4: Friday, December 13th, uh, Carol in the village of Connecticut in Warwick. Um, You can meet at Donovan Park at 630. You do not need to be a fantastic singer. You just need to like to sing um, and have fun. (laughs) And you'll walk the village spreading cheer. You drink hot cocoa and cookies at Ollie's Pub on West Shore Road after to warm up. So it's just, you know, a great community event to spread a little festive cheer. Awesome. Sunday, December 15th is the Shop Till You Drop event at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's an indoor craft and vendor fair where you can enjoy um, plenty of unique shopping as well as meeting some of the makers and the artisans. And it's free admission and free parking. So um, another great way to support our many local vendors. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Dave and Buster's Breakfast with Santa 2019 is from 845 to 11 a.m. at the Providence Place Mall on December 14th. The buffet opens at nine, and it's twenty-six fifty per person, and it includes um, all the stuff that goes with the buffet, as well as coffee, tea, and a ten-dollar power card. And you can bring your camera for photo opportunities. Um, so that's another great way to enjoy what is going on this holiday season and last but not least the skyline water place in providence will be hosting the rat pack holiday dinner show from 6 to 11 30 p.m it's dean martin's big band dinner show and after party and it's 100 un, sorry 100 per person includes a sit down plated dinner complimentary valet cocktail hour champagne toast and performances as well as an after party with a guest dj Wow, so if you want awesome. to more of an adult event but it's certainly a great way to enjoy this holiday season
1: that i would enjoy that a lot that that sounds great watching uh you know the rat pack well not the real rat pack but watching that that would be a lot of fun be great i know
4: i actually was like that's probably on my must-do list
1: that's good music you know that music uh you know meant something and uh there's just so much garbage out there now and there's a lot of great music i'm not trying to sound like i'm you know old but at the same time, I can't even understand some of the stuff that they're saying on some music now. It's all mumbles. It's like, what are you saying? What are you doing?
4: I know. <laughs> I know. It's true. I know. It's funny, too. It's like, and, and some of the lyrics are just, you know, uh, it just make me sound old when I'm going to say really bad. But, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you got to turn them off when you're in the car. You know, you gotta turn them off when yeah. you're the like, clips. It's it's bad. It's crazy bad. Or but you catch
4: your kid singing something, and I'm like, Did you just say what I think you said? You don't even know what that means. Right. <laughs> <Lovely>. but, <laughs>
1: but of course there's no inappropriate lyrics on iHeartRadio channels, right? Never. <laughs> no, I like uh I like B one oh one. We listen to that all the time. My my uh, buddy Bill George, who produces this show sometimes, he's actually a station manager over there. He um he does a great job. Some great Classic wholesome music. So good stuff. Jennifer, we love having you here. And uh, again, listeners, if you have not checked out riblogger.com, you owe it to yourself to go ahead and do that. Check it out. And if you run a nonprofit or if you're running an event, feel free to add it to the event, events calendar. And if you want to advertise on their page, they do a fantastic job and have a huge reach. You're going to want to talk with them about that as well. Jennifer, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate you very much.
4: Thank you. Have a great week.
1: You're very welcome. You too. Thank you. What an awesome show. I would like to thank Mike Auger with uh, Patriot Home Inspections for coming on today giving us his uh, wonderful take on the home inspection report, how to use it properly, as well as Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, Carmine Delena with uh, Delena Law of East Greenwich covering Rhode Island and Massachusetts. We were talking about new construction and different snags you could run into. And, uh, of course, Ethan, thank you so much for producing this. Bill, our station manager. And I want to give you one last reminder, guys. If you are on Facebook at all, go to facebook.com backslash Dispirito Team, Okay, you can even Google Facebook Despirito Team. And I want you to go ahead and give us a like because that page is full of content, a ton of content. We've got videos of all of these segments, we've got blogs on there, infographics. We, uh, we write some news for uh, Rhode Island News Today.com. And uh, we got a lot of great stuff on there. So the insights you need, and if you want to connect with one of our agents and ask them questions, you can go ahead and do that live anytime. Or of course, call me, save my number in your phone, 401-217-2333. Again, 401-217-2333. You don't have to go through the real estate battle alone. We've got your back. We're covering our friends here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut on the Dispirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Guys, stay tuned next week. We got a great show to cover. We love being here with you. Thank you so much. God bless you and have a wonderful week.